to What's the Buzz a series of behind the scenes at Adventure Prize 2016. I am Alvika, your host for the series. Welcome to the very first episode of the series. Today we will be talking to Dr. Chris Reeves, one of the organizers of the competition. Hope you guys enjoy it. Hi Dr. Reeves, it's a pleasure to meet you. Could you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, I'm uh, Chris Reeves. I'm the Director of Undergraduate Research and Student Innovation here at Tech. I'm also the interim director of the Center for Academic Enrichment, and I'm one of the organizers for the Inventure Prize. Could you tell us a little bit more about the Inventure Prize itself? Sure. So the Inventure Prize is an undergraduate invention competition. It's the nation's largest undergraduate invention competition we have at Tech. And so we usually have over 500 undergraduate entrepreneurs, inventors who compete in the competition. So we'll have uh, several rounds of competition. And then ultimately we end up with the finals. The finals this year will be on March 16th. In that competition, it's we have six teams that uh, compose the final event. They'll be presenting their pitching their invention uh, before a live audience in the first center. We'll have a panel of judges. They'll also be uh, broadcast live on television. Oh wow! Yeah. So that's what we found is usually you know. When you have the pressure of being for a large audience of your peers, fans, VIPs, entrepreneurs, uh, VCs, and also realizing that you're going to be on television, certainly the students really ramp up their efforts and making sure they yeah. do it. They want to present themselves well, and they're also, you know, they want to start, move their, uh, whether it's an invention or an app or whatever they may have, or a service, whatever they may have come up with. They want to move it from a classroom or dorm room activity to something that can work outside the boundaries of campus. And that's what we're always trying to push students to do. Uh, we don't really know whether their invention is going to have an impact on society or a potential customer base until you actually get it in front of those people. So with the big part of the Venture is to help students get a lot of visibility mm-hmm. for what they're doing and to help them move it from outside the campus boundaries into you know, real customers, a real target, a real market. But how is it different from, say, what Chris Klaus is doing for the Startup Summer or CreateX event? So it's, what's, it's great that there's so many things now on campus that help students uh, with their ideas. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a great time. I think it's the best time, actually, to be a Georgia Tech undergraduate student because the focus on many of the activities that are taking place, the focus is on the students. The student ideas, helping the students with their ideas, help, to go maybe, help them go from maybe an idea to an actual prototype from an actual prototype to commercialization, if they want to go that route. And so, you know, you have student groups who are helping other students with startups. You have many courses now that are uh, startup-specific, like you have uh, Your Idea, Your Invention course. You have the Create X series of courses, mm-hmm. Startup Lab, I did a Prototype, Startup yeah. Summer, which is what you just mentioned. You have other competitions on campus, like the hackathons yeah. that we have. So all of these things are kind of just creating a whole landscape of opportunities for students to create their own ideas, to move their ideas actually into something that might impact society or add value to society. So the Inventure Prize at its core is a competition. So that's how it's a little bit different in okay. the terms of it is an actual competition and it is it's also unique in terms of its size and scale compared to a lot of other universities is that we have, you know, we'll have over 500 something students who uh, initially participate. And then also what makes it unique is the fact that, uh, you know, it's going to be before a live, large audience of a 1,000 people, typically over a 1,000 people. Right. And then plus you have the television. So many people watch it on television and online, which is, makes it different from what other universities are doing. And that kind of sets it apart a little bit from what we're already doing on campus. 
Um, what exactly is the timeline? So the timeline is we usually start promoting the event at uh, the first of school in the fall. When school starts okay. back in the fall, that's when we actually start having like a kickoff session. We inform students about the rules, eligibility, what to expect, those type of things. And then we usually run a few sessions in the fall that help students, whether it's uh, develop teams or help them with their intellectual property or help them, you know, how to be motivated, mm -hmm. how to find customers. We'll run some sessions like that. And uh, in addition, we'll, we offer some prototype awards for students where they can receive some funds to actually build out whatever it is that the idea they've been working on a solution to a particular problem. They can uh, we offer some funds to help them build that out, and that's the process we're in now. Actual registration, when you're actually fully committed to competing, okay. is not till January 15th. Okay. And so January 15th, that's you know you can participate in all these activities and everything that we do and not be obligated to compete. But January mm -hmm. 15th is a registration deadline. You have to register to compete, and then from there we have a preliminary round about a week later, I think it's January 21st this year, and then we'll have a semifinal round. Uh, the let me go back, the preliminary round is gallery style. We'll have it in Kloss Atrium, and that's, you know, students show their widget or their you know, app or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Um, we'll give them a table and power, and they show whatever they have there to judges. And then we have a semifinal round, which is a pitch format competition where the students actually go on stage and pitch before a panel of judges. Uh, that usually happens in early February. And then from there, we get our typically six finalist teams, and then we work with those teams leading up to the finals, which are March 16th. What is the most, I don't know if it's a fair question, but which team that has uh, won the Adventure Prize up till now, which team really stands out to you? In the, from the past? Yeah, from the past. From the past. Um, well, if you're going to ask me in terms of predicting a winner, I've, I've, I've always missed it. Yeah. <laughs> I've never accurately predicted who I thought the winner may okay. be. So it's, there's really no telling. When you get to the six finalists, um, any of those teams could win. Mm -hmm. It all depends upon okay. the, you know, their pitch that night, how yeah. they deliver it, the mood of the audience, how they come off on television. So you know all these things that feel uh, what the judges, how they're feeling about those particular inventions that night. But so there's really no team that stands out uh, to me. What stands out to me is just is overall our students' willingness to be bold and put themselves out there believing and quite uh, accurately believing that they can create the next, you know, the next Google, the next uh, uh, Intel, the next Apple computer, the next hot app, whatever it may be, uh, that they're able to create that and they're bold enough to, you know, mm -hmm. to push themselves forward, their teammates forward, talk to customers, be willing to get on stage and really deliver, you know, once students get on stage that, I've been amazed at how well they've been able to deliver uh, their pitch to a live audience and then move on from there. So to me, that's, that's what stands out more than anything. It's the students who are willing to do that uh, because that's what it really takes. It's not necessarily the idea. It's not the idea, really. It's not the idea that ends up making a very successful invention. It's okay. your willingness to execute it, how, mm -hmm. persistent, how persistent you are in executing because you're going to get it wrong a lot of the times. You're going to fail. And being able to realize that and maybe change to a different customer base or change your idea to something else. Mm -hmm. uh, so that pers uh, perseverance is what it takes, and that's, and that's what stands out more than anything. Yeah, I think that's a real myth buster because I feel like most people may not even participate because they feel like they don't have a good enough idea. 
But like you said, that even if your idea is not the best, may not at the moment seem like the next Google idea, but if the execution of it is good and efficient, then it might actually go places. Well, that's because you never know if your idea is a good one or not until you try to actually implement it, right? right. You, you, I mean, you can sit back and plan and plan, have a great detailed business plan, all this, which you know is great to do that. But you never know whether it's going to be successful until you actually implement it. And right. then when you implement it, every single time you find out, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. You know, I need to try deliver it a different way, or I need to think about a different target market, sure. or you know, so I need to change the device to. Uh, solve a solution in, an, in a different way than whatever it is they've conceived. You never know until you actually try to implement it. Then you get real feedbacks, things that you can actually believe in when you're approaching customers. And that's the only way you can know whether you have a good idea or not. Right. And so that's what I would advise students. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't just sit back and wait and plan. Right. You really need to be bold and try to put it into, re- okay. try to really push it forward because that's the only way you'll really know whether it's a good idea or not. Right. I will say though, it, it usually is the case uh, that the best teams Mm -hmm. are usually interdisciplinary. Um, Also about the feedback that you mentioned from customers and figuring out who your target market is, how does InventurePrize help the students and the teams to figure out who exactly they are? Uh, That's one of the biggest challenges for the students, is that our students are great coming up with ideas and inventions. We excel at that. The hard part is executing it, right? Finding customers and putting it in, in it. And that's that's the difficult part, especially being a student. But it also gives you an opportunity because you are a student, so you have some uh, time that you can devote to that and not fear the risk of failure in a lot of ways that other people who, you know, mm-hmm. may be out in the world and right. doing nothing but right. this. So the way we help in that regard is mostly it's in terms of advice and encouragement about that's the next level that they need to take. Most of the time, the, the ideas and inventions that we see up to this point haven't been implemented yet or haven't been implemented fully to an actual market. That's where a lot of the ideas and ventures fall a little short and so the students who have done that are usually the ones that end up on stage and so a lot of times in the early stages that's what we're encouraging students to do Uh, but usually uh, other than trying to connect them with some people Mm -hmm. or connecting with Georgia Tech alumni it's usually the finalists uh, that we really start working with closely and trying to connect them or encouraging them to connect with companies that might be in their market uh, or distributors that might be yeah. in their area and trying to connect them and try to get some advice that they, or get some feedback from those people who are who have that kind of business already. And so we've done that some in the past. For example, like a, a team we had a couple of years ago that developed the stair-capable stroller, baby stroller. Mm-hmm, yeah. So we were able to connect them with uh, with a group at Graco, you know, the leading okay. baby yeah. device manufacturer. They came down and talked to their group. And, you know, getting that kind of feedback is, you know, it's invaluable to be able to get that. You say Dr. Chris Reeves was participating in Prize. What would you do? Do you have any oh, any goodness. ideas that you've been having? I'm sorry, you're filled with tons of them. <laughs> but anyone? I think if I ever had any ideas, I'd probably be taking them from the students. I hear all the, stu- <laughs> I hear all the students' ideas, and I can't uh, uh, think of any myself. Uh, so I've had one company in the past, and I'm trying to work on another one right now. And that's mostly a uh, high school football broadcast company. We broadcast some football games, and so we're trying to expand out for our broadcast. So that's something that I'm working on. Um, but as far as an invention, I don't have an invention right now that I can think of. I've had, always have odd ideas, but I've, just like the students, I can mm-hmm. have the ideas. Yeah. 
but I don't execute. <laughs> so we all have that same challenge, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what my idea would be right now. I'll have to come back to you on that. Okay. I'll come back to you too yeah. on that. <laughs> okay. Anything else that you'd like to add? Um, that's just to the students right now. Uh, just to be bold. You can't win the Inventor Prize if you don't register. Right. So, you know, don't be uh, intimidated to register, uh, get your ideas out there, be willing to get feedback. It's just that kind of motivation, knowing that you're going to be evaluated, you're going to be putting your ideas out in public, is a good motivation tool, and it also helps you give you feedback. Uh, so don't be hesitant to register and compete. We've had teams in the past who's changed their ideas two weeks before the competition. Oh, wow. You know, completely changed their idea two weeks before the competition, and they were able to get to the finals. Wow. So it can be done That's in a so short period of time, uh, and you never know what you might hit on. All right. So that was so the awesome Dr. Chris Reeves. Thank you all for listening. Hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Stay tuned to the next episode in the series as I go behind the scenes at Inventure Prize 2016, talking to participating teams, learning about their projects, and a lot more fun stuff. This is me, Malavika, signing off. Talk to you all soon.